0: Welcome to another podcast by medium John Chaffer. Now, today I'd like to talk about celebrities. Quite a few celebrities in the past um, actually believed it was possible to communicate with the dead. So today I'd like to talk about eight famous figures who at some point in their lives believed it was possible to communicate with the dead. Now, the first one is Thomas Edison. Now, he invented the phonograph in 1877, and the first record he created was of his own voice, reciting the nursery rhyme, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Then in 1920, he announced plans to capture a different type of voice, one that belonged to those no longer living, specifically a spirit phone capable of talking to the dead. Aside from life-changing feat of breaking through the veil, his interest in spiritualism was simply to demonstrate that science, not mediums and ouija balls, was the way to do it. In fact, in 1920, Edison told American magazine that the methods and apparatus commonly used and discussed are just a lot of unscientific nonsense. Now, some believe Edison's supposed belief in communicating with the dead was a joke, or a chance to make headlines and capitalise on spiritualism popularity. But according to Hartsman, who adds that it is certainly possible, but at the same time, Edison did have an unusual hypnosis regarding what happens after humans die. And the inventor spoke of his belief in the idea of life units. Hartsman's explains, in a nutshell, a hundred trillion of them making up a human being and keep us functioning. When we die, the life units move on to someone else. The second person is Mae West. Now, after experiencing severe abdominal pains while performing in Chicago in 1929, Mae West, who was 36 at the time, Believed that her relief finally came at the hands of a spiritual healer named Surya Deva Ram um, a collection of West papers from 1928 through 1984, housed in Harvard University, contains clippings, correspondence, and pamphlets related to her involvement with spiritualism, including Thomas John Jack Kelly, a well known medium who became West's spiritual advisor and friend. The archive also features papers documenting documenting West's multiple trips to Lily Dale, a spiritualist camp outside Buffalo in New York, where she would visit Kelly for readings and healing. This included a stay in the summer of 1955, when West was on hand for the July 3rd dedication of a new healing temple in the community. Now, number three was Queen Victoria. Though modern spiritualism had been around since the 1840s, it gained a lot in the UK. And once Queen Victoria became become interested in the Pactress, she was very distraught over the 1861 death of her husband, Prince Albert. And Victoria entered a mourning period, which lasted until the end of her life in 1901. And this involved wearing all black, as well as mourning jewellery, which contains photos of Albert and locks of his hair, and it also included attempts to get in touch with Albert in the afterlife. Not long after Albert's death, a 13-year-old medium named Robert James Lee claims that the Prince had gotten in touch one of his seances, saying that he had a message for the Queen. Upon hearing this, Victoria arranged a seance with Lee's, during which he referred to information no one else would know most notably a pet name he had for her, according to Hartsman. The teen performed numerous seances for the Queen at Buckingham Palace before turning over his mediumistic duties to another medium. He explains Victoria continues continued holding seances at the palace and was known to seek her dead husband advice in political matters. Number 4. Arthur Conan Doyle he was best known as a creator of sherlock holmes in the late 19th and 20th centuries he was also one of the best known spiritualists the writer believed firmly in the power of many mediums and was even convinced in the existence of fairies after a couple of teenage girls actually fakes and photos but it all started when doyle joined a seance in 1880 though he was initially a skeptic He gradually became convinced that it was possible to communicate with the dead. And in an 1887 letter to the weekly spiritualist Prodigal Light, Doyle wrote that it was absolutely certain that intelligence could exist apart from the body, and that after weighing the evidence, I could no more doubt the existence of the phenomena than I could doubt the existence of lions in Africa. His interest grew much stronger after he believed he heard a personal message from his son. Holmes' son Kingsley died from pneumonia contracted after being wounded in the 1916 Battle of the Somme. And Doyle ended up touring Europe and America to preach the wonders of the spiritual and the afterlife as well. Now, number five is Mary Todd Lincoln. Mary Todd Lincoln famously attempted to get in touch with her husband, President Abraham Lincoln, following his 1865 assassination. Her involvement with spiritualism began three years earlier, when their son Willie died from typhoid fever at the age of 11. Mary Todd initially attended seances as a way to cope with her grief, but found them to be so comforting that she started hosting her own. Now, according to the White House Historical Association, There is evidence that Mary Todd held as many as eight seances in the White House, especially the Red Room, following Willie's death, and that the President attended a few of them. However, in the late 1850s, approximately 10% of the American free adult populace allied itself with spiritualism in some form of fashion or trend that continued in the 1860s. However, the movement's popularity and widespread acceptance wouldn't last and soon faced backlash including from the medical establishment. Doctors conned the term mediomania, linking insanity to spiritualism. And then redefined insanity symptoms as the most common side effects of entrancement, rigidity, seizure and ecstasy. But Mary Todd, by this time, mourning both her son and husband, continued to attempt to communicate with the TC's members of her family. This, along with what was deemed improper and unladylike displays of grief after the president's assassination, made Mary Todd the object of public ridicule. But in 1872, both the Boston Herald and the New York Times mocked Mary for attending the seance to connect to her late husband's spirit then in 1875 mary's son robert had briefly committed to a sanitarium for her spiritualist practices number six victoria woodhull now she was best known for her 1872 run for the presidency of the united states as the first woman to do so but she spent her lifetime blazing trails across multiple disciplines but from an early age, it is thought that she believed received special guidance and protection from spirits of the deceased, which empowered her to take actions unusual for a woman at that time. Woodhull was also the first woman to own a Wall Street investment firm, found her own newspaper and speak before Congress, demanding that women that women be granted the right to vote. And while her run for political office didn't end with her moving into the White House, Woodhull was elected president of the American Association of Spiritualists in 1871, calling it the chief honour of her life. Number seven, a well-known person, actor Dan Aykroyd. Now, in addition to being a member of the original cast of Saturday Night Live, Dan Aykroyd is closely associated with his starring role in the Ghostbusters film. In fact, not only did he co-write the script, but the idea for the 1984 film was his own. And Aykroyd didn't have to look far for inspiration, as his great-grandfather Sam Aykroyd was part of a spiritualist community in Canada, where he regularly hosted seances. In the family's farmhouse throughout the 1920s and 1930s in 2009 dan's father and sam's grandson published a book called a history of Ghosts*, which documents the general history history of spiritualism as well as the Aykroyd family role in the community discussing spiritualism in a may 2020 interview dan Aykroyd noted we believe And i guess is my religion that you can speak from the other side and that the conscious survives so there are a lot of people that actually believed in the afterlife and we look at another person one other person here i've got and this is why i mentioned the word a we also had princess diana now not a lot is known about her going to psychics but we know that she did and the information that, we, that she actually received, she knew was true. With Diana, she didn't actually reveal who she actually went to. So we will never actually find that out. But these are the eight celebrities, that, and there are more that actually believed in the afterlife. So I do hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. And I look forward to the next one so you can actually listen to it. Thank you for listening. John Chafer is a spiritual medium, psychic advisor, working for over 15 years in churches and halls in the UK, having had the pleasure of working abroad. He's also a reverend, available for weddings, funerals, and blessings. He's available for Skype, telephone, FaceTime calls, and private readings. You can contact John at johnchaff43 at aol.com or 07947-689-217 or go to the website www.johnchafer.org.uk